0: Hello, and welcome to the super expander podcast. My name is Corey Phelps, your host. I'm a business and life success coach, wealth mentor, clinical hypnotherapist, breathwork facilitator, growth and expansion expert, speaker, investor, serial entrepreneur, former fitness professional, mom, dog lover, sunshine chaser, and deep down inside, I'm a self-proclaimed foodie. I started my personal development journey shortly after the birth of my daughter. I found myself in a career that I was absolutely miserable in. I was asking myself questions like, there's got to be more to life than this. I was completely unwilling to settle for a mediocre existence. So I became obsessed with creating peak performance in humans and really learning what it takes to tap into our unharnessed potential. The last 10 years have been a crash course in self-love, business, community building, empowerment, becoming resourceful despite a lack of resources, learning how to build wealth. And it's really truly my mission now to help others discover their deeper purpose and potential to become more conscious leaders, to take ownership of their own personal wealth, to access their untapped potential. I am here to support you in achieving more growth, more abundance, more wealth, to truly become super expanders. So sit back, tune in, and prepare to expand. Ah, hello, hello, so, so excited for this guest that I have right now, right here, sitting right in front of me, Emily Sincada, the launch babe. So if you do not know about the launch babe, because I mean, and how could you not? Instagram, she has taken Instagram by storm, quickly growing, and in fact, has been such a super expander for me. So let's give a warm welcome to Emily.
1: Thank you so much, Corey. I am really excited to be here with you sitting down right now and having this conversation and I'm really pumped to get into it with you. I'm excited. Yeah, so am
0: I. So before we fully dive into this conversation, we'll give the audience a little bit of a background on you. So you have recently, so let's let's back it up a second. When did you launch the Launch Babe Instagram account? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes. So Launch Babe was conceptualized at the end of April of twenty one of 2021, and I dove all into it in June. So we kind of started, I would say, right at that beginning of May. So less than a year old. I think we're right at that seven or eight month mark, but it's pretty fresh. Yeah, super fresh. Okay. So if you guys are just meeting Emily for
0: the first time, Emily started Launch Babe but has a very, very long history in the marketing and, um, you know, marketing world. I'm like mm-hmm. struggling for words there on that. But you have worked with some very big names in the marketing industry. And in fact, when I feel like when on one of the um, times when I heard you speaking, you, is your degree is in marketing too? Is My degree best? is in marketing. Yes. Yes. Okay. So you just know all of the things you've had your hands inside of other people's businesses working inside of marketing from content creation to um, product development and all sorts of things all in between. And you felt a, a call that it was time for you to, to dive all in for yourself. Is yes.
1: Right? Yes. So I, it, it makes sense that You struggle to vocalize my background specifically because it can be tough because what is unique about my path with marketing, I would say, is that it has been non-traditional. So my degree is in marketing. And when I graduated, I thought, okay, this is it. I'm going to climb the corporate ladder. I'm going to love it. It's going to be great. I did one interview with a corporate, with a pretty big brand and was like, you know what, this is absolutely not what I want to do. Like, I love marketing, but as soon as you get into that big ma- mass marketing space, it kind of takes the magic and creativity out of it. It's kind of, you're just a cog in the corporate machine working behind the scenes on these little tasks. And so I realized I wanted to work with entrepreneurs and that's what I've been doing for the last 10 plus years is just getting to work behind the scenes with smaller companies but that have really big brands and so getting to kind of see how marketing and entrepreneurship play together in a really beautiful way and I've had my hand in so many different things that marketing touches on so into sales and into content creation it's so much I've gotten to do so much more than just what my traditional marketing degree would have allowed me to do in the corporate world by always being and working with entrepreneurs and it's been a ton of fun.
0: I love that so much. So something that really struck me when I actually was reading your bio was that you're, that basically you've discovered that the reason why most entrepreneurs fail is not because they aren't absolutely amazing or that they can't bring people transformation. It happens to be that they don't properly communicate their mission, vision, and goals in, infuse it into their marketing to attract people to them. And mm-hmm. I love that that's really what you're all about is supporting newer, new-ish entrepreneurs or ones that have maybe been in but haven't, haven't like mastered their messaging and are kind of struggling to hit that next level in their business, which I feel like all of that is such a needed thing as more and more people come into the online landscape and decide that they either need help. So they're trying to find someone. So you're really helping people bridge the gap to like find the absolute right person to bring them transformation. But you're also really supporting entrepreneurs and creating wealth for themselves, which mm-hmm. I think is such a huge piece. So yes. what exactly attracted you to the, that particular entrepreneur? that one that's like in on that struggle? Mm,
1: Such a good question. I funny enough, it's well, or maybe not funny enough. It's because I would say it is a position that I found myself in somewhere along my journey here prior to the launch, babe. I did spend a few years of my life working as a personal trainer. And there was a point in time where I just became obsessed with this online branding space of online coaching. I saw other people in my industry taking their businesses online, and I became obsessed with doing that. And as I was doing that, I would say that was a very pivotal point for me of learning, okay, this is what I'm obsessed with. Like I have a marketing degree, yet this is such a new space of marketing that even with my degree, it's there's, there's holes that need to be filled. There's something more that I get to learn here. And at that point, I kind of left personal training behind, and I was like, I'm going all in on this. And to kind of tie it back to your question here, that's how I figured out that this was the customer I want to work with because with my marketing degree, I still felt communicating who I was and what I had to to bring to the world was difficult through the lens of Instagram or any social media platform if you don't know how the platform works and if you don't know marketing. So it was just kind of this Unique blend of skills that I saw that you needed to master in order to bring yourself successfully online as an entrepreneur. That people were teaching, but people were teaching in a way that they had kind of just stumbled upon it themselves and now they were trying to regurgitate it to people, which isn't always that easy. A lot of times when we stumble into magic, we're like, I I don't know how I did this. Like, I can try to deconstruct it for you, but I don't know. Like, it just kind of happened to work out. And Sometimes people get really lucky like that when they bring their business online, where they just have such a compelling personality that their content conveys it. But what I, who I wanted to be the champion for was the entrepreneur that had so much gold to bring to the online space, but they maybe weren't naturally gifted at having that compelling presence online in order to attract a following in that way and communicate what they have to the world through this new medium that we have. Because I don't think you have to be naturally good at it to be successful at it. And so I'm trying now to fill that gap for people who were just like me, or who they were like, okay, I see this opportunity and I know I have something amazing to bring to the table, but how do I learn to package it now in this new social media medium? So in a long, long answer short, it's because it was me and I saw that there was a need. And if I had it, I was sure that other people had it too.
0: Ah uh, yes, which what I heard there is embodiment, so you really have walked through the fire, and now yes. you can show others or lead them or guide them through that process because you actually have been there, which is so, so important. I feel like that's a a big thing that's lacking online. There are so many people mm. who are out there trying to sell something or to coach on something, but they haven't actually fully embodied that, that experience, that process. And it's really hard to understand your client or another human being if you haven't been, been there. So that I feel like is such such a powerful thing. And it really is part of what this entire podcast is really about, is being a leader in your space and doing so in a way that really stands out and shines. I feel like one of the things that I'm finding as I navigate just business and the online space and all the things is that we need more leaders in, in the world showing, guiding people and doing so in a way that's really relatable. And I, that's the one thing when you land on your account, 100% you see that you know what you're talking about, but you're like a real human being on the other side of it, which is so, so powerful. And I'd love to really dive into sharing with everyone how you have actually been a super expander for me. So a few months back, actually it was like October, I think I booked a deep dive session with Emily because I really felt like I needed to dial in my messaging and my marketing. I tend to be someone who gets like stuck in the weeds and overcomplicates things. I don't know. Do you feel me? Do you guys feel me on that? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) And I knew that Emily had the magic that I needed, and we went for this session, and it was absolutely amazing. There was so much clarity at the other side of it, but I wanted, I wanted more, I wanted more support and more help from Emily. And I actually reached out, and I was like, I just really want to work with you one to one, and maybe we should. I'm going to pass it over to to you because from your your lens or your side of this like experience. Where were you at that place when I reached out looking for just a little bit more support? And then we'll we'll flip back and I'll tell them where I was and how I was feeling about it.
1: Yeah, this is such a good and juicy conversation to have and to dive into because I think we're going to start to dig into a piece of entrepreneurship that doesn't often get seen. And it's those moments where you're having a moment behind the scenes and you don't necessarily know how to deal with it, like face to camera, face to client, what to say. Uh, so I was having a moment when Corey reached out to me. Um, I absolutely loved her brand, loved everything that she was doing, and was she was someone I was so excited to work with. I mean, you were for me in that moment, like I would say, a, a dream client. Like I was like, this is somebody I would love to dive in and help. But I was having a moment in my own business where I was burned out. I did not have things structured in a way that aligned with my energy and how on the back end I needed to recover. I was going, 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 and I just hadn't really given myself a moment to pause and take a look at everything I was doing and say, okay, what is working for me and what needs to be restructured? And Corey, right when you and I had kind of touched base, there was right where it was all kind of coming to a point. And I realized like, Emily, you don't have the Energy right now, you don't have the energetic space to hold for any more clients. I, you just can't take on anyone. And from my perspective, and I'll I'll pass it back to you after this. I think was I was letting you down. I was really embarrassed and really, I had a really hard time just finding the words to tell you that I couldn't take you on as a client in that moment because it really had nothing to do with you. It had everything to do with me. And so I was like, well, gosh, what do I even say to let her know that? I'm having a meltdown behind the scenes, but without saying that, because you know you don't you don't want to look bad. But funnily enough, now I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, if I had just said that to you, it probably would have made so much more sense.
0: <laughs> but, but you know, strangely enough, it maybe wouldn't have had the same amount of impact on me either, because I was in a place and space where I really I wanted someone to Kind of like spoon feed me and give me mm. the answers to where I was at the moment, and basically, I don't know. When you were younger, did you ever like ask your mom like how to spell something, and they and your mom would be like, "Go look it up, look so, it up." Yeah. <laughs> so my mom would my mom would do that to me all the time, and that's kind of the same sort of feeling in in that moment when you were like, "No, I I can't right now. This is just like this isn't in alignment with what I'm doing in my business." And I was like, dang, I just wanted her to like, tell me how to spell the dang word. (laughs) And now I got to go, I got to go look it up. And I wasn't exactly sure where to go look it up. But what it forced me to do was turn inward and start answering some questions for myself that probably wouldn't, they wouldn't have been the same answers had it been a collaborative process because it was, it was a part of a journey I had to take on my own that no one else could do for me. So mm. in that moment, you were a massive super expander for me, and I feel that just even from that place, there's been a sequence of events for me inside of my business that has just moved me into like this next level that I'm so grateful that you had the the strength within yourself to hold your boundaries because it would have been really easy for you to just say sure, I'll take you on accept my money and probably maybe felt like you were only giving part of yourself. For me, it would have been amazing and it would have been great. And I would have probably never known any, any different, but you would have felt out of integrity, out of alignment and not, it would have prevented you from growing inside of your business. So by you being a leader, honoring your own boundaries, honoring your own integrity, essentially, cause me to do the same thing. So it created a real true ripple effect, which is what a leader does is Mm. stand strong and true to their boundaries. So I have to applaud you for, for doing that. I feel like it's, it's a, it's a rare occurrence in this world today.
1: It's yes. And I just want to kind of echo like how important I've learned through that. like It was absolutely a super expander moment for me on the other side of the screen as well. Learning what boundaries in business really feel like. I was always somebody who I felt had a very good sense of what boundaries in life look and feel like. And it was never an issue for me. But with entrepreneurship, you get a whole new set of things that you need to set boundaries around. And just in that moment, forcing myself to say no And I think we all know when we're faced with a moment in life where somebody's ready to hand you money, it's hard to be, to say no, to say I, it's nothing, especially when the client is a perfect client. Like if you had been someone I didn't want to work with, maybe it would be a different situation. But the only thing that I needed to say, or the only reason I needed to say no for was because my energy wasn't there. And that can almost feel like a moment of weakness to say, like I just don't have the energy to bring to the table right now to show up for you in the way that I want to. But what happened after I said no to you and held that boundary and decided to take care of myself in that moment was my whole business changed as well. I have unlocked so much more energy. like I have so much more energy back to my business. I've completely restructured my offers. Things are just feeling in flow that felt like they were blocked before. So Really, just to echo what you said about how important it is to have those boundaries and stand up for yourself when you need to, I felt that on my end of the, of the screen as well, just how much was unlocked and how much really did expand after I put my foot down for myself and said, you need to take care of yourself first in this moment.
0: There's so much power in that. Ah, So good. So along this journey of arriving where you are in this, in this moment, there has to have been some super expanders that you've had inside of your life, inside of your business. Is there any any one particular that bubbles up to the top as something that you might like to share with us?
1: Yeah, we were talking about this just briefly before we hit record. So I had a second to think. And what actually comes to mind is that it was it's never been one particular person. And I do feel like that part of that is just my personality trait and my design in that I have a hard time taking on mentors. And I'm saying this in case anybody else finds themselves with that defiant little girl inside of them that I think I have, which is why I have a hard time finding mentors is because I always feel like, well, I have something to prove. So I don't want to t- to hire somebody that I know is smarter than me or better than me because it makes my ego feel small. And so... Along the way, it's been hard for me to really find people that I look up to, but instead what has happened is my super expander moments come when people call me out on that. And I've been lucky enough to, it's always been women, (laughs) most of the time in friendships, have somebody just call me out and say, hey, I think you're holding yourself back right now. Um, Or I think you're maybe letting your ego run the show right now? Or why would you say no to somebody who's trying to help you? Things like that, where friends have stepped in and just basically called me out on my stuff. And been like, you're holding yourself back. Because I have a problem reaching out and looking to others for help. Because my ego makes me feel like I need to do it all myself. So in an odd way, it's that it hasn't been one person necessarily. It's People kind of giving me the kick in, in the butt that I need throughout life and throughout this journey when I'm getting in my own way. I hope that answers your question. I know it's a little bit of an odd answer, but that's true. No,
0: no I, I love that. Mm. And so I feel like we're going to reframe. So they're not calling you out. They're calling you up. I've recently, mm. someone mm. said this to me and they're like, nope, not calling you out, calling you up. And I was like, "Ah, oh, I, I, love I love that. that right? So they're asking, they're pushing you to, to rise to your, your next level. Have you ever felt stuck? Like something is blocking you from reaching your full potential. You feel like if only you had access to the tools to unlock your deeper purpose and potential, If you could surround yourself with a community of like-minded people on a similar growth journey, you're just ready to kick fear, doubts, imposter syndrome to the curb. Enter the Energetic Society, your premium membership to amplify and unlock your deeper purpose. The Energetic Society is a donation-based membership filled with healing modalities to help you build more wealth and more freedom inside your life, inside your business, all for the price you choose to pay. Inside the energetic society, you get to have it all wealth, impact, success, connection, fulfillment. And all you have to do is text 202-918-3235. Again, text 918 3235, send us the word wealth, and you will receive the link to join the donation-based membership of the Energetic Society straight to your cell phone today. Okay, so because it's not one specific person, maybe you could share an experience where that where your ego has tripped you up a little bit and someone called you up to Mm -hmm. expand into your next level?
1: Yes. Oh, this is okay. This is a good question. We're getting vulnerable here too. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. The first thing that comes to mind at my last job where you and I actually first met, I had a moment where my ego was certainly running the show and I was I wasn't being super cruel. I just was kind of gossiping. Like, I was just kind of calling out things in women that I was irritated by in the moment. I was like, why does she always do this? Like, doesn't she know it's annoying? And I was just having a a little moment like that. Um, And one of the other women near me turned to me and was like, don't talk like that. Like, don't talk like that, especially about other women. And I was like so taken aback because that was not a character trait that I even thought that I had, it's something that I actually prided myself on being the opposite of. I've always, I love to uplift other women, but what it really was, was the person I was talking about. I was jealous of, they had things that I knew I wanted for my life, but I, I wasn't there yet. And I felt frustrated by the disconnect. And that was how I was letting myself kind of like blow off the steam was by talking down about someone. And I'm, it's almost like embarrassing to share that, that story. But I feel like we've all found ourselves in those moments where we see something in someone else that we want. And instead of saying, wow, how did she get there? We decide that it's easier just to tear them down. And I think I was having a little moment like that. And thankfully, one of the women in the room with me, who's one of my best friends to this day still was like, just don't Emily. Like, that's not, It's not you. It's not nice for you. It's not a good look. Like, and there's no reason to be doing that. And that day was a full shift for me. I started noticing all these areas in my life where I was doing that in all different situations with all different types of things, where it was, instead of being inspired by somebody, I was letting myself play small and just attack, attack what I saw. Because it was easier than looking inward and being like, okay, well, what are you doing right now that's holding you back from having what they have? What do you need to change in you? That's what I wasn't asking myself. Instead, I was just going on the defense and finding a reason that they were flawed that made me feel better about not being in the same position they were in that I wanted. And it really was a full shift moment for me. I I think my whole life and my whole way that I approached challenges changed. And it was just because. Somebody called me out. Yes. So good. And I I have to say
0: not embarrassing because I think we have all been in that place, whether we're willing and ready to admit it. Absolutely. We have Mm -hmm. been there. So kudos to your friend for having the strength because that's not easy to be the one to say, hey, that that's not cool. Mm-hmm. not only does it take strength she gave you such an opportunity to actually you know flip the mirror and observe what was going on and not only does that just make you a stronger better person the ripple effect in your life that then trickles out because i'm sure that's a big piece of why you're you are where you are right now having grown expanded and you're now supporting so many entrepreneurs and growing a business that perhaps if that one little statement hadn't been made, we might not be having this conversation right now.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I do think that if we play the story out to the end, that was a big piece of what eventually brought me to be here. It it let me stop playing small and stop hiding behind little digs, I suppose is the way to say it, little excuses, perhaps, of why I don't want to be like the people that I actually admire, because I'm telling myself that they're not people I admire because of X, y, and Z, when in reality, I was just scared. I was scared that I didn't have the qualities I needed to to get to where they were, which was what, where I wanted to be.
0: Ah, so, so powerful. So it's so funny when um, when I got into my journey with NLP, I heard a woman speak on this very topic and the one thing that she said that really resonated was that when we find ourselves in these predicaments when we're either picking on someone or like picking apart parts of their personality or something that's that that has triggered us we we keep ourselves in a place of practicing being pissed off mm. and when we stay in a place like that then we literally just continuously stagnate there. But when we opt to not talk bad about someone or we opt to use it as an opportunity, we actually are raising the vibration of the collective. And so when we're looking at the idea of supporting other women, it's like a massive movement of really seeing these times when We are looking outward at someone and feeling critical, and catching that thought that's going on inside of your head that made the feeling, and trying to road maybe not roadblock it, but catch it and reframe it for yourself, and have that opportunity to be like, okay, this is a moment for me to step back.
1: Yes, and it's I think it's so good to point out, like you said, that it's something that takes practice. Like the shift in the noticing it versus letting it be unconscious absolutely happened in that instant for me. And it was like a light switch was turned on, but that gave me the opportunity every time I started to feel that in situations moving forward to, like you said, pause and reflect and be like, okay, this is what I'm feeling, but what do I actually want to express this as? Why am I feeling the need to pick apart this person? What is the root of this? Instead of just having that almost automatic response starting to reprogram that inside my mind
0: that's so good so you've expanded you've grown so much since the very first time Mm -hmm. that we met and I would love to kind of chat a little bit about where your business is going these days so you said you've restructured some things so tell us a little bit about that
1: absolutely I might have a bit of an unconventional answer in that I am allowing myself to be okay with not having the whole thing mapped out. I'm very type A, and I'm sure people can resonate (laughs) with this if they are as well, where I want to have the plan to everything. But somebody said to me, if you are building a business that is bigger than your wildest dreams, you're not going to know how to write the plan to get there. And that that, like clicked so hard for me and gave me so much permission to follow the joy. And I'm not saying I'm not planning, I'm definitely planning things out, but letting go of this like tight grip I had on the reins for my business. And like, this is what it's going to look like. And I need to hit X, Y, and Z by this date. And I need to have these things planned out this far in advance and just saying, okay, well, what is bringing me the most joy? and income, because those can be synonymous. (laughs) So what's bringing me the most joy and the most money what's working and being the most fruitful in all areas right now in my business? And how do I want to double down on those, instead of trying to fit the bill of what I thought or think my business should look like. So to give you a more concrete answer, that's kind of like the behind the scenes mindset that's happening, is I have fully pulled back my one on one, whereas before one on one coaching was the heart of my business, I want that to be with just a handful of people moving forward. So the exclusivity aspect has gone up with that because I want my coaching to light me up and not drain me. And I think this is where we were, or I was at when you and I had our moment together, our expander moment was I realized I was just giving too much through one on one. I either need to learn how to set better boundaries or I just need to learn that when I am one on one, I just give, give, give. And if that's how I want to do it, I can't have so many people have access to me. So just learning how to manage my energy better gave me or is giving me the permission to make that more exclusive. But then I want to help more people at a lower level is what I realized. Not everyone is going to be able to afford or have the commitment available within themselves for one-on-one coaching. So I'm doing many more smaller container offers moving forward, which is so exciting to me. And I've already started doing them. I'm going to do at least one a quarter moving forward, which feels so great, where a lot of people can join in at a much more accessible price point. And I'm just giving potent strategy. And behind that, the thought process was, I love to teach. Like I love this type of conversations. I love face-to-face or face-to-screen, as close as we can get face-to-face online here. and. The way that I found I could do that at the biggest scale and be an equal energy exchange for everyone was doing these group programs that are a lower price point, easier access, but one-to-many instead of one-to-one. So there's a lot more of that going on in my business in the future.
0: Oh, that's so powerful. So I will reverse back to what you first said, which I feel like is actually the... that in and of itself is so potent, is not having everything planned out. One, being present enough to acknowledge what is bringing you joy and trusting yourself enough to know that that is going to be the thing that's going to lead you to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, the growth, all of the stuff that comes along with that. And I feel like really that takes true leadership because what is required of you for that is the space in your life to feel the joy, to experience it. All of those things, I think, require a, a level of creativity. And the only way that you can hit that level of creativity when you, is when you block out the boundaries, the, the structure within your own life and business to have the freedom to, to live it. and. The other part of what you said which I feel like is really powerful is these sort of almost not micro containers but these smaller containers that allow more people into them that are going to take them on a journey of really learning because I think a lot something that I'm noticing on the in the online landscape is programs that are out there and promise a lot but at the end the person gets through to the end and they actually haven't achieved anything. They haven't actually learned anything. So they went through the container and it was almost like a hype girl situation, which is great. We all need excitement, Mm -hmm. but we also need to have real tangible things that we learn. So if someone's getting the opportunity to go through a smaller container, that's more affordable. I feel like there's a lot of things that are going to happen inside of that. One is someone's going to go from where they are to where they desire to go much more quickly and essentially you're nurturing and planting seeds for people they will eventually be able to afford a higher ticket program with you too
1: so it's
0: I think a a beautiful journey that these your audience your clients and customers all of them get to go along with you
1: it's an interesting space to kind of have stepped into and now be playing in with these micro offers because just like you said, it's not really the traditional way of doing things, or at least not how coaching has evolved into in the last few years here. It has been make this big, all encompassing offer and then only sell that thing. Like that's the only thing you have to sell and you're giving them the whole kit and caboodle and this big program. But as somebody who's been in a lot of those, just like you said, it's not always the most impactful. And also, what if you just need one answer? I've run into that program a lot where I, I see myself over-investing in a program where I'm like, well, I just needed this one thing. <laughs> I wish there was some way I could just pull out that one thing. And so that's what I'm trying to address moving forward in these smaller containers. That feels really exciting. But I also just want to put out there, it, it was scary to step into this because it's actually counter all of the business advice I've been given. And it's different than every model that I've ever helped build or been a part of where it was funnel everyone into this big program. Instead, now chunking it apart, it's kind of anti the business advice I've been given, which is funny, but I think we're seeing this shift right now. I'm certainly not the first person to step into this way of doing things, but I think we're in a moment right now where the coaching industry is shifting towards more of these micro offers. And I'm really excited to see it.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited to see it too, because I feel like there ends up this opportunity for a deeper sense of learning. But you, again, just touched on really what it means to be a super extender, which is having the courage and the boldness to go against the grain, to do what feels good and in alignment for you, even though it's not what everybody else is doing, which is scary. But it's also the thing that makes you stand out and people to notice you, to see that you are doing things differently, almost gives people permission to do things differently, which is just opening up a whole entire, I don't know, really fun space to play in.
1: Absolutely. I think it's, you said the word permission, and that's such almost like a trigger word for me, but in a positive way. I always thought it was funny working behind the scenes for other entrepreneurs, how much of what everybody does in their business is just give permission. But now that I'm the one building the business, I see and I feel how nice it is just to see someone doing what you want to do or have someone just nod that what you're doing is working. I think it's just funny how much we all just really crave that permission. And when you see someone model it, just how many opportunities that opens for you. And so I do think it is just so important. I'm just reiterating what you said because I agree with it so much that when we feel these inclinations to kind of change things up or do things a different way or even just follow our intuition, if it doesn't make the most sense, because that is where the most expansive moments happen.
0: Absolutely. I also think the, a piece of all of that really is is this intentionality, which I feel like is the... the thread of creating an extraordinary life, of being an extraordinary leader is consistently being intentional. And when we say this word permission, it's funny because I actually, your first, at least me, my first thought is like kind of like childhood. I don't need permission to do anything because mm-hmm. I also am a little bit of a defiant little girl on the inside too. But permission really is, there's an element of just leading by example. And when someone sees something and they automatically have this sense of like, oh, I could I can do that too. Like yes. if she can do that, I can do that, which does create so much empowerment just throughout the community.
1: Absolutely. And it's just even more reason that we need to follow, like I feel like women in entrepreneurship, especially, we get we get these hits of intuition where it's like, I don't know why I want to do this thing, but I feel like I need to do this thing. And We need to follow that because we don't know what example we're setting for whoever is on the other side of the screen that needs that permission and to see you doing what you're doing in that moment. So I think we almost have a responsibility to follow our intuition more than ever as women in business and in entrepreneurship right now oh my goodness now you're really speaking my language
0: (laughs) (laughs) so my my thought on on intuition or my feeling really is that well first of all your intuition is absolutely 100 never wrong
1: Mm -hmm. I've made a
0: lifetime practice out of trying to trust to validate my intuition where you hear something and you're like hmm I heard you but I'm just going to Wait a minute and just make sure that you're right before I actually listen to you. When if we just simply tune in and listen, it's always guiding you in the right place because your intuition truly is your direct connection to whatever it is that you believe, whether it's God', source, universe, whatever it is, your intuition is literally like the direct dial-up to that that. Power and it's never guiding you to the wrong place. It's always leading you to your next level of greatness. Doesn't always mean it's comfortable, but <laughs> it does mean that it all is coming.
1: In my experience, it's it's oftentimes not comfortable, but in the best way possible. It's, Absolutely, it, it's those super expander moments that we've been talking about—that your intuition often leads you to. Yes, so good. Well.
0: Before we wrap this up and tie it in a bow, I would love to, this might be going to put you like kind of on the hot seat here <laughs> because we didn't really, we didn't like pre-talk about this. So you guys know that this is really powerful because it isn't, this isn't scripted. I would love to know what it is, like your big vision going into 22. Can you lay that out for us in a way that is like, what's your vision? what would you if we were to get back on a podcast this time next year where would you how how would you like to feel really
1: mm, let's, mm, let's that's go such there. a good way to frame it Ooh, okay let me collect my thoughts on this for a second cuz so many things come to mind first and foremost or maybe this is the whole package here the whole answer is i have been very called my intuition has been calling me to speak much more directly to women in entrepreneurship and women in coaching roles Online, so I would love at the end of twenty twenty two to say that I have built a business for women, where I am helping them stand up, own their space online, and just make truckloads of money because what I love about this space so much is that it's woman women dominated right now. It's us reclaiming our power and finding a space where we can really own and really shine, change lives, create jobs out of thin air and make a ton of money while doing it. And my goal, like my ethos for this whole business is to help more women do that. And so if at the end of 2022, I can say that I truly feel like I have impacted women's lives in a way where they can stand up and own their worth. And like I keep coming back to, make a lot of money doing it. Because I think that's important for us to, to set that example for women in the online space. I would be so overjoyed.
0: I feel that to my core. So mark my words, guys, we are going to be recording another podcast this time next year. And hearing all of the, the amazing things that Emily has to share with us that have transpired for the year of 2022, leading women to wealth, empowerment, and building epic businesses.
1: I'm looking forward to it.
0: Absolutely. I just want to thank you so, so much from the bottom of my heart for taking the time to chat with us here today. Before we go, where can people find you? It of course will be in the show notes, but
1: yes. Come say hi to me on Instagram at the launch babe. That's where I hang out. That's where I spend the most of my time. Send me a DM and we'll become instant best friends.
0: Amazing. You guys, if you are not following her, you better you better head over there right now and follow her. (laughs) Thank you
1: so much. Thanks so much, Corey.
0: If you like what you heard, stop, drop, and leave a five-star review and hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. As always, the best way that you can thank our amazing guests is to share your biggest takeaway and then tag us on social media.